Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Wow. Well, it's very exciting to enter a new year. But is highly celebrative to enter with a word and to begin with a word and tonight God has blessed us with a man of God who ministered to us the whole of last year clap for Jesus yeah and tonight God has brought him with a fresh word something fresh is in the spirit and i believe that as you open your heart you will be set forth to begin in a very wonderful way the scripture said that the spirit entered into me whilst he spake and not only that i like the other part he said it set me on my feet and i heard him that speak unto me tonight you will be set on your feet tonight you will be set to start a dream and a vision ladies and gentlemen with jesus joy rise to your feet as we welcome my pastor and your pastor bishop napoleon etien hallelujah let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for the privilege of life and the opportunity to receive from your hand may we not be the same because we came holy spirit of god thank you for 2023 thank you for the opportunity to see a new year and to be part of the living we don't take it for granted we say let your will be done oh god use us if you can use anything lord we pray we commit our lives unto your hands we say anoint us help us touch us heal us lord i pray that that which is not of you will be rebuked out of us in the name of jesus let your power come true to us and lord have your way in jesus name amen hallelujah please be seated in heavenly places amen? amen are you blessed to be in church all right once again happy new year to those i'm seeing for the first time who am i seeing for the very first time i can see you johnson you are welcome hallelujah amen. how was home fantastic so uh this is our maiden edition of our weekday service 2023 i think you should put your hands together fantastic hallelujah and next week 
God willing, from Tuesday we are starting our fasting and prayer. Oh, I told you put your hands together for that one also. <laughs> Some people are not putting their hands together. Okay. So I want to share something very powerful with you that is going to bless your life. Amen. Amen. Because we are preparing and we are gearing towards the fasting and prayer. Are you there? So I want to talk about prayer. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I want to talk about prayer. And uh, when you look into the Bible, one of the things that Jesus knew what to do, according to the, the uh, apostles, was prayer. So when they had come together to reason together at the end, at the end of his life, one of the things they asked Jesus is that, teach us how to pray. Are you there? He said, Lord, teach us. You know, for all of them to come together and come to Jesus, and they ask for only one, they said, look, teach us how to pray. So they have been with him. He's taught them the Sermon on the Mount, which we call the be attitude. Attitude that you should be. Do you understand? Be attitude. That is what we call the beatitudes. You get it. So be, that is what you need to become. He taught about that. He spoke about the Father, we should be one. That everyone would know that you are my disciples. He taught, I mean, he healed at a point. They said, Lord, why could we not? But one thing that stood out for them, they saw in Mark chapter 11, when you read from verse number 19, how they were passing by, and he saw a fig tree. And he thought he would have some fruits on it. He went to it. There was nothing on it. He cursed the tree. And the next day, the tree was withered. They were there. They, they, they were so amazed. Why could we not do it? Peter recalled to his memory. He said, Lord, look at the tree you cursed. It's, it's dried up. It's dead. It's amazing. They couldn't understand. It looks like this man knows how to get answers from God, whatever he says. They were there in a boat when a storm, a boisterous storm came over. They almost drowned. He rose up from his sleep. He was asleep. He rose up, rebuked the wind and said to the sea, be still. And everything ceased. They said, what manner of man is this? That even the wind Obey him. Are you there? Yeah. Not only that. Not only that. Somebody brought his uh, sick son, sick of epilepsy. They tried casting out the demon. They couldn't. But Jesus came and said, bring him to, him, to me. And with his word, he commanded the deaf and the dumb spirit out of him. And instantly, the guy was free. They were wondering. Are you here? You see, before you go to somebody to say that, teach me how to cook, then you know you have tasted uh, her food or his food, and you know that he knows how to. You don't go to somebody and say, show me how to dress, when the person doesn't know how to dress. You don't go to somebody and say, how do you do your hair, when he doesn't have a, a, a new hairstyle, or the hairstyle he does doesn't work. Do you understand? The hairstyle she's doing must work. 
for you to say that, Charlie, how do you do, how do, you do yeah? the side things? How many are coming along? Yeah, yeah. So you cannot take it for granted. Can all those sitting over here graduate to, you are promoted, you'll be pastors. Wow. Come, come to the front. Just move a seat. Are you here? Yes. So, look, let me tell you, there were disciples Thousands and thousands of disciples by the apostles. Oh, please, if there's a seat in front of you, join. Make sure you are not left alone. There were thousands and thousands. As for the disciples, they were uncountable. We couldn't count them. But the apostles were 12, the ones that Jesus chose. And they saw that Jesus, do you know that Jesus did not uh, pray before preaching? He rather prayed after, after ministration. You read your Bible. If you go, take the New Testament and begin to read. You notice that the times that Jesus would depart to go and pray is after ministration. It is we in our time that we pray before we come because we, we are not doing something right. That's why long before Jesus started preaching, he went and waited on God 40 days and 40 nights. When he was already full of the Holy Ghost. Not that he did not have the Holy Ghost. When he was already full of the Holy Ghost. Do you understand? He departed. If you read Luke chapter 3, verse number uh, 21, the 19 to 21, Bible says, uh, when all the people were being baptized, Jesus also being baptized and praying, the Holy Ghost came upon him in a bodily form. Amen. Amen. And chapter 4, Bible says, and he was led by the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Holy Spirit, not a demon. He was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. And there he fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. And verse number 14 to 18, Bible says, and he returned. He was full of the Holy Ghost, but he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. And the next thing we read is that his fame went abroad. He never had Facebook account. There was no YouTube account. He, he was not on Instagram. He did not pay for advert. His fame went about through power of the Holy Ghost and prayer. Hallelujah. I see your fame going abroad. Whatever you are doing is taking a higher turn through the ability to engage God in prayer. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yeah. So you could see that that is one of the things that Jesus knew how to do. So the people, they came together and said, look, let us go and ask this guy. Are you there? Yeah. Look at Luke chapter 5, verse number 15. Look at Luke chapter 5, verse number 15. You will see something there quickly. Can we read it together? One, go. But so might the more when there a fame abroad of him. Maybe when you start from the uh, 14 or 13, you understand this. Quickly. He's talking about how he healed them. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. This is about the 
about the guy, the leper, who came to Jesus and said, Lord, he, he cast himself on the floor. He said, Lord, if thou will, you can make me clean. If you will, if you will, you do have the power. You have what it takes to make me whole. If thou will, thou canst make me cleansed, or you can cleanse me. And Jesus said, I will be thou clean. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Mm. And that's what the Bible says. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou what? Clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Are you there? May the Lord touch you. Amen. Whatever is not making you able to reach out. Leprosy also causes you to be limited. You cannot go among people. In those days when you were a leper, you are isolated. Some of us, we have bad temperament and uh, uh, personality disorders. That does not allow us to miss well. Be healed of that leprosy. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? Right here. And leprosy is incurable. In those days, it was incurable. Your temperament is now curable. Personal traits, bipolar disorders, they are, it's permanent, but you can be healed of it in the name of Jesus. I say you can be healed of it in the name of Jesus. Whatever represents leprosy in your life, I command it to be healed now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, it is the will of God that you be clean, you be cleansed, you be healed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Sometimes we don't even know why do we behave the way we behave. How many have been there? You are not sure of why do I do what I do? Bishop, I yeah, that's the leprosy. You can't understand. Why do I do all these things? I wish I can stretch my hand. I wish, but you, you, you are limited. That's a leprosy. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you there? Let's continue. Verse number 14. That's not even what I'm talking about. 14, and he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priests and offer for what? For thy cleansing according to Moses' commanded, oh, uh, according, to, according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we have testimony campaign. Even though Jesus commanded, he said, don't let anybody... Hear this. There is something about healing and testimony that we need to learn. You see, Jesus said that go and offer. It is even important for you to thank God if God has done something for you. Take an offering, put it in the envelope and say that I'm thanking God for healing me. I'm thanking God for this, a breakthrough. Say, go and do. That's how the 10 lepers, only one came to say thank you, testifying was made whole. We have not learned this from the Bible. Are you here? Yeah, but we see that it is very important for you to give a testimony of what the Lord has done. And when you testify of what God has done, it becomes permanent. Your healing is made whole. When you testify of the great change salvation has brought into your life, you become stable in church. But as you continue to hide the secrecy of the sins, you see that you are never free from it. Are you here? So when the Lord does something, you need to testify. Go to your pastor, the Moses of the time. 
and confide in him. Say, hey, I used to be a very serious fornicant, but by the grace of God, the, 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 the lust and appetite to sin is gone. What do you think? Verse number 15. That's where I'm looking for. Can we read it together? One go. But so might the more when there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Hallelujah. That is why we always question people who don't preach but begins to heal. Because it is the word that heals. He sent forth his word and he healed them. Do you understand? That's why the Bible is saying that they came to hear and be healed. They did not just come to be healed. They did not just come to be healed. Don't bring all, only your members. Sometimes even uh, uh, shepherds, but certainly they, they bring their members who are sleeping during the church time when they visit. Pastor, my member is not feeling well. Can you pray for? Let the person hear and be healed. Am, am I addressing something? Yeah. The person was sleeping, not interested in the word of God. But the word of God is what heals a man. So they came to hear and be healed. Okay, verse number 16. And he what? Redrew himself. As the people were coming to hear and to be healed, he redrew himself into what? Wilderness and prayed. I'm showing you again that as people were coming, he left them, went and prayed. So you could see that there is something that made Jesus had a great result. He had a great result. Hallelujah. Amen. Please put the scripture there. When they came to Jesus in Luke, and he said, Master, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. That is all they came. That is how they came to him and said, in Matthew, that we will read the one from Matthew also. They came to Jesus and said, Lord, you know what we have observed? On the sea, you rebuke the storm. You said to the sea, be still. Everything was okay. When we thought that we were dying, it did not happen. When we were even close to you, somebody touched you, you were able to know that virtue had gone out of you. How did you do this? You can tell a, a, a leper be cleansed. And the person, you pray, you just pray, simple prayer. This tree should die and it is dried up. You say to the blind, see, they see. You command, things are happening. So the people uh, took counsel. Yeah. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Can we read it together? One go. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he seized one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. So you, you see, many of us, we are Christians, but you have not learned how to pray. You cannot know how to pray by just coming to church. That is some perhaps you cannot receive anything from God, or we, we, we seem not to get anything from God. 
Because how to pray, how to talk to God, prayer is talking to somebody who is important. That's why in the law court, they say, my Lord, I pray thee, or I pray you. When you are talking to somebody who has power to change things, it is just, it's more than just communicating. You pray the person. Are the lawyers here? Michelle, am I saying the right thing? Do we pray the court that what should happen? She's a lawyer. (laughs) That they grant your request. So at the end of your arguments, you pray to the court that they will give you what you're asking for. Yeah. Why do we pray the court? Uh, They have another lawyer there. Yeah. I'm I'm showing you. Hallelujah. So, because the court um, has authority um, over, so whoever will be the presiding officer, the attorneys, the court itself um, has authority over them. The presiding officer has the authority over the attorneys, the representatives as well. So that is why they need to pray for the request to be granted. Put your hands together for the lawyers. You see, you are learning. Sometimes you say, let's pray to God. God has authority to change things in your life. God has authority. You see, so you can go to a court. You will see a weak woman sitting there as a judge. She doesn't even have the strength hmm, to lift a bucket of water, but she has a lot of authority. If she takes her, her gravel, is it called gravel? Gravel, eh? Girl, when she takes her gavel and knocks the, you are sentenced. Hey. She may be weak. She may not be able to walk well. But when she says, if you resist, the police will come. If the police cannot, the army will come. The neighbor, this weak person, she has authority to enforce whatever. Do you understand? Whatever she says, the whole state will be behind her to enforce. So I'm talking about the power of prayer. That's why the people came to Jesus and said, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. You seem to know how to get things from an authority figure. You seem to know how to get. So as we are about to stay, we also learn of thee. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? So as we are about to start this fasting and prayer, my heart cry and my desire for you is that you will know how to pray so that you will not while away time. So that you will get things, things in your life. I'm telling you, if you learn how to pray, within a week, everything will change. You'll be surprised. I remember like yesterday, when I got born again and I came to church, I I think um, either 1999 or somewhere there, Prophet, our father was leading 21 days fasting. This fasting that we've been doing is not yesterday. We did not start because of you. It's been a pattern in the church. I said it's been a pattern in the church. And all the people who have put themselves into it, their life changed. I, I was a confused guy. I just started work. Yeah. As an accountant, I did not know much. But I remember as they declared 21 days fast, I said, fasting, 21 days. Hey. But I, somehow I said, I, I, I will try. I will try. 
I will try, I will do. And I, at the end of the 21 days, I felt that I had a change. Sometimes I couldn't even notice what had happened. But I could see that I could understand the preaching. I could understand the Bible. I could understand so much more that I couldn't do before. And we are embarking on our annual prayer again. Hallelujah. And I'm telling everyone over here that put yourself in it. And not just a mental accent agreeing to what I'm saying. That's why I'm taking you through. Hmm? The title, I, I mentioned what I'm preaching about. Strategies hmm, for prayer. Wow. What is the strategy? I love it. That's the topic I'm, I'm teaching about. That what is the, Jesus seemed to have a formula. He seemed to have a trick. He seemed to have a way to pray that the apostles did not have it. So they came and said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Even as John the Baptist has also taught his disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, and they came and said, teach us how to pray. So I'm showing you the strategies to pray. Is that okay? It's okay. How many yes. have been there? You want to pray. You started praying. And the prayer, you thought you have prayed for a long time. Yeah. When you checked the time, it was... It was one minute, 30 seconds. And you were already tired. I mean, you prayed for three hours. You thought that it was three hours. When you check, it was three minutes. You said, hey, what is happening here? What are all these? What are all these? So how did Jesus, you know, when you read, is it Luke chapter 12, verse 6 or 6, 12? Jesus went to pray. Jesus, he went to pray all night. He spent all night in prayer before he chose his apostles. So what was he praying? And how, the, how can somebody spend 12 hours through the night? The guy knew something about prayer that we need to learn. How, how many understand what I'm talking about? Are you there in Luke? Luke chapter verse 12. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. Quickly, quickly. Please. Yeah, can we read it together? One, go. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continue all night in prayer to God. He continued what? All night. In. If you are supposed to pray all night, what are you going to pray? You, we will come and see you sleeping. After three minutes, you no, know, you see that you, you want to sit down. You say, you know, sometimes you sleep very well when you determine that no, I don't want to sleep. Have you been there? Have you been there that it's like the sleep is trying to come? You want to pray, so you just sit well. You sit well, say, I am not going to sleep. My handalaba, my handalaba. I mean, when you are really determined not to sleep, that's when you see that. Hey, what happened? You are now coming. You, you, you just notice that you are now coming out of your sleep. Are you there? So there was no electricity. There was no mobile phone. There was no... Uh, 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 he, he couldn't even play music. I, I'm, I'm trying to show you what Jesus could do. Today, if we have... 
praying. We can have even message. We can have worship song. We can have other things at the background. We can have other. Jesus, there was no, uh, he was praying all night. And in those days, hmm? (laughs) by six, there was no electricity. By six, the darkness would have, it would be dark. Do you understand? So when you say you're going to pray all night, it could be six to eight in the morning, 14 hours. So what was he saying? And what was he doing? These were the things that the apostles were saying that this man, he knows how to pray. Because when we want to pray, before we notice, we, are, we have gone off. And he seemed to do whatever he does so well that when he comes, whatever he says, 100% answered prayer. It is too fantastic. Are you here? Yeah, so they came together and said, Lord, teach us how to pray. In other words, show us the strategies of prayer. What is the formula that you use in praying? What, what is the trick? What is it that makes you able to pray for long hours? And not only that, but it also brings a result. You see, you can pray for long hours and nothing happens. The fact that you like writing exam doesn't mean you will pass. Are you here? Yeah. You may like, some people they like praying, but there is no result. You have not had any result from your prayer, all the prayers you have prayed. So praying doesn't mean you have the answers. You need to pray the right way. So they were not just asking Jesus to teach them how to pray for long hours, but they are also saying that how do we pray to get answers? Because we pray, and 12 people, if you remember the epileptic condition, 12 people were praying for one guy. They were saying, hey, come out, demons, come out. For a long time, they couldn't, from afternoon until Jesus came down from the mountain. I wish you would put it there. They could, but when Jesus came, he said, bring the boy to me. And instantly, he was able to cast the deaf and dumb spirit out of the guy. So it was not only, they were not only asking Jesus, how do we pray for a long time? But they asked, how do we become effective? Teach us the strategy to have 100% answered prayer. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. How do we? So they came together and they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and that is what we are going to do. Because as we begin our fasting from the 17th, next Tuesday, ah, but even before then, when we live here today, you will know how and you will begin to practice it. I said you will begin to practice it. And you will be surprised that you entertain angels. Angels will come into your room. You begin to have dreams. You begin to have answers. You begin to see changes, tremendous changes that you have not thought. It can happen uh, uh, suddenly. Can I hear a lot of amen? Amen. 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 So the first, the first strategy that we see Jesus taught them in the Bible is called the Lord's Prayer Formula or the strategy of the Lord's Prayer. 
or the Lord's Prayer strategy or the Lord's Prayer method. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. The Lord's Prayer strategy. The Lord's Prayer formula. I don't know which one you want to use, but whatever you use. And we see that in Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. All those coming, can you come to this side? It's a new year. Try and come early. What a shock. Okay, the Lord's Prayer formula. Are you there? So Matthew chapter 6. Can we read from verse number 8? So they were talking, he said, Be ye therefore like unto them. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth all things ye have need of before ye ask. You see, so you can see, before we even go further, this, if you know Matthew, Matthew chapter uh, 5, that was the Sermon on the Mount, Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. So as he was teaching, he got to a place that he said that, don't, don't be like the hypocrites. They just want to stand by the corners of the road and pray just to be seen of men. Which some of you, you know, you do it. Do you understand? Yeah, sometimes... When you come to church, you are praying. You just move around. <laughs> you, you, you are making an impression. Or you, you begin to, hey, baya, hey, kayaba, hey, kayasa, hey, kaya. I mean, who are you impressing? He said, do not be like them. Hmm? You see, look at the verse number five. He said, and when... Thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites, the actors, for they love to pray standing in the church or in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. Are you there? That they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Six. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hmm, hast thought, shut thy door. Even in the closet. You are in the closet, but you are also supposed to even shut the door in the closet. Pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Verse number seven. But when ye pray, Use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. So it's not eloquence. It's not oratory skills that causes your prayer to be heard. That's what the apostles came to ask. We, we have been standing at the corners and it, it doesn't work. Verse number eight. You see, and whatever Jesus was saying, do you think that he was speaking into the air? No. He no. was addressing what he has seen people doing. 
So in another way, he has seen people using vain repetition. He has seen people standing at corners and praying. He has seen people mm, in synagogue wanting to be prayed to be seen of men. So he was not teaching in a vacuum. He said, it's like, he was addressing that when you are praying, enter into your closet, close the door, and pray to your father who is in secret. And he who see it in secret will reward you openly. Prayer is like pregnancy. Okay. A lady enters into a room. We don't know what happens. Mercy. Whatever is done in secret. But you see, when the stomach is growing, yeah. do you understand? Whatever you did in secret, Secrets. God rewards you openly. <laughs> I'm preaching. We don't know what you did in secret, but when we see, when we see the stomach growing, we know that something has happened in secret. Yeah, How many understand what I'm talking about? So anybody whose basenta is not growing, anybody who is not doing well, you have not entered into your closet. Once, we don't know. We don't know even who, but when we see you pregnant, we know that something has happened. We don't know what you are doing and we don't know. Whether you've prayed or not, we don't know. But when we see you doing well, we know that prayer has gone on. We know that you close your door at the closet. We know that you have prayed to your father in secret. When we see the pregnancy, we know that you have been at work. How many hours, we don't know. But we know that <laughs> something has happened. Enough. Enough in secret for us to see the result openly. Can I hear your loudest amen? amen? How many are going to enter into our closet? Yes. This is the teachings of Jesus. Sante. Receive the grace. Receive the grace. Yeah, you will not pray for men to see you. You will not receive your reward from men. Said so they stand at corners and pray to be seen of men. You have received your reward. Rather, hide and pray. At midnight, even if you have a family, you don't have a room to yourself, pray, rise up and pray when everybody is asleep. When everybody is asleep, pray. Don't be seen of men. Prayer is not a public show. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Even nobody wants to propose to you when friends are there. Hello. A, a man who wants to propose to you and want everybody to go. Your friend shouldn't be there, the two of you. Important things are done mm, privately. Are you here? May you have some private moment with the Lord. And you are having great answers in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus did not end there. He said, and, but ye be not therefore like unto them, unto the hypocrites and the Pharisees, what they were doing. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask him. Then he begins to teach. Verse number nine. Can we begin? Let's read it together. One, go. After this manner, therefore pray. So that's what we call the Lord's prayer formula or the Lord's prayer what? strategy. Now the Lord is giving us strategy. He's giving us a formula that will let us pray for a long time. That will let us pray and also have answers. 
that will let us pray and receive whatever we are praying for. Hallelujah. So that's the first formula. Amen? Amen. The Lord's Prayer formula. Number one. Let's read it. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Let's go. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is not supposed to be a recital or a poem. How many can recite it? From school we recite it. You're not supposed to recite it like the... Uh, from school we recite it. You are not supposed to recite it like the... Uh, when we were in school, was it how many planets? My, yeah, my, my very eye may see on the... Yeah, night planet. My very eyes may just see on the night planet. Then the, to Mercury, then you, do you understand? It's like the night planet, you have a formula. This one, we've, maybe we should recite it and see. People recite it. Like Psalm 23, the Lord's, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He make me to lie down in grief. Each one means something. But many of us, we have made it a reciter, like a rhythm, a poem that, no. But Jesus was giving us a strategy, a formula, hallelujah, Amen. a scheme, a method that will bring us answers and that will allow us to pray for what? A long time. Tell somebody, from now, you can pray for a long time. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's see the components of the first prayer. I want to give you three, and I've only given you one. So let's be fast so we can close and go. So, what is the first thing? It said, When after this manner, therefore, pray. This is how you should pray. The first one it says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That is to say, you begin by worshiping. Hallowed be thy name. Oh, hallowed be thy name. Oh, hallowed be. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Lord of Majesty, divine authority. Divine authority. Oh, yes. Ah, hallowed be your name. Hallelujah. So Jesus was teaching us that the first strategy is to give thanks and worship God. Do you understand? Address the Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank God and worship. So I want us to go through, right, number one, give thanks and worship. If we finish, then we will know the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the different, if it is nine points, 
or whatever, then you know that, okay, in this strategy, we have nine steps. Do you understand? We have nine things to do. Is that okay? Yeah, so this is to thank God. You need to say, Lord, we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for good health. Thank you for the sight. Thank you for the ability to walk. Thank you for your mercies, your goodness. Thank you that you have not found a reason to extract me from this life. Thank you that my mistakes did not end my life. You have given me another opportunity to make it right with you. Thank you. And you thank God and you worship him. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness. You thank God. Hallelujah. How many can thank God? Is there a reason why you should thank God? Yeah, so that's the first step in the Lord's formula. Amen. Number two in the Lord's formula. Mm, So number one is give thanks and worship the Lord. Number two, pray for the kingdom of God to come. So you see the prayer, thy kingdom come. That's the second one. Look, another time we will see. When you are talking to important person, don't start talking to the person about the things that you need. Mm -hmm. Use for the conversation. Talk to the person about the things that concerns the person. The person's kingdom. You've been employed at a work. You have started working. The thing to talk about is not your salary. (laughs) It's not your conditions of service. You have not even contributed anything. So whatever they are going to give you, you've not even earned it. Find out what is the purpose of your employment, how you can improve whatever they are doing. Do you understand? When you begin to find out what the employer had in mind in acquiring you, or talking about the kingdom, the kingdom that the, the business that you have entered, what are they doing? How you can? The person will even be more likely to give you whatever you want. You, you have employed somebody who comes to work, and the first thing is complaining is that my, my, my seat is not comfortable. I think that I need a new computer. I, I think I don't like this room. Will you paint here? It will, ah, who, where are the cleaners? The air conditioner. The, the air conditioner doesn't chill. No. Yeah. Look, the problems may be there. You may have a need and a want. You may be struggling, different things, but forget about yourself. This is what Jesus was saying. Talk about a person's kingdom. Find out, so what is the, uh, what are we trying to do as a department? I said, what is our target? What can I help with? Can I, what is the deadlines? Is there any, you see, when you begin to talk, thy kingdom come. You are interested in the person's kingdom. The person will begin to listen to you. But when you don't talk about a person's kingdom, you begin to be interested in yourself. The person will close up. He will not even hear what you are saying. You may not understand why uh, you are not promoted or you lose your job. Probation. See that I said, you know what? Thank you for your, your effort. <laughs> you, they may not renew your contract. Because you are always talking about yourself and not the kingdom. So the second point, the second strategy that Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer strategy of formula, he said, first, give thanks to the Lord and worship him. Second, thy kingdom come. 
Tell the Lord, let your kingdom come. Hallelujah. Lord, let the, let the blood of Jesus not be in vain. You send your son to come and die. Lord, all the people we see, you have died for them. They are supposed to be in heaven. Please, let them, let, let, let the suffering of your son, Jesus Christ, not be in vain. Please, save Parklands. Please, do, do you understand? There are people who are sick. There are people who are in need. There are people who are on drugs. There are people, their marriages are breaking. There are people, they are losing their sons and daughters. There are people, they are going through a lot of suffering. Lord, but you have saved them. Let your kingdom come. In the lives of these people, you came to bring peace. You came to set us free. You came to see us go to heaven. But all these people talk about the kingdom of God. I'm showing how to get answers. How to say to the blind, receive your sight. Jesus said that, talk about his kingdom. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Yeah. After you have thanked and worshipped him, say, thy kingdom come. Talk about his kingdom. Lord, if you can use anything, will you please use me? I can see a lot of young people, homeless, aimless. They are destroying their life. Please, will you use me? I, do, I wish I can, but I don't have what it takes. If only you will use me. How can I help? Will I be, if you can use anything? I remember you used a donkey. Lord, will you also have a need of me? Will you also use me? Hallelujah. Lord, I can see so many people in my office, at my school. They don't know you. I don't even know how to help them. Will you help me to help them? Will you anoint me? How can your kingdom come in my workplace? There are people who are sick. They don't even know that your power can heal. There are people who have not heard of your, of, of, of your goodness, of your love. They think that you are not even a real. Lord, how thy kingdom come. Hallelujah. There are people who are sick. There are people who are dying. They are suicidal. They are cursed. They are depressed. They are going through. Lord, will you let the freedom, the liberty, the joy that you have given, will you let it come also into their life? Thy kingdom come. What do you think? Yeah. Will you establish more churches, more branches, so that more people will go to heaven? Thy kingdom come. Amen. Amen. Number three. I'm trying. It's working. Number three. God's will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Can you see it? So the third point in the Lord's prayer formula is what? God's will be done. Hallelujah. And you see Jesus praying this when he went to Gethsemane and he was about to be crucified, he said, Lord, you can change this. You, all things are possible with you. I don't want to die, but if that is not possible, then thy will be done. Not as I will. You read it from Matthew chapter 26, verse number 36 to 46. You notice that Jesus said it clearly that you can change it. You can do something about it, but not as I will, but as thou wilt. Hallelujah. Amen. But God told him, you need to die. You need to pray. The Lord, if you leave me alone, this is what I want to do. 
I am choosing this boy, even though he's an unbeliever, but the way the guy can talk and rap me is better than all the Christians I have known. I also, I, I want to feel this talking that is nice. So Lord, if you don't talk me, this unbeliever is nice for me, but not as I will, as I will. Lord, when I see the lady, I cannot control myself. I know the hair she is wearing is not hers, it's wig, but when she shakes it, it affects me. It's the one I like. Lord, if you don't speak me, I have chosen this one. Pray practically. There are things that you don't even want to ask. Ask that, Lord, let your will be done concerning the course I am doing. I want to choose this course. I want to choose this university. I want to choose this company. But I don't know what you will choose for me. If you leave me, this is what I'm... You see, many people don't know that praying for the will of God does not mean you don't have a will. Praying for the will of God does not mean you don't have an option. Praying for the will of God does not mean that there is nothing for you to do. No. You actually start with your own. That this is what I am going to go ahead with. Unless you intervene. Mm. Unless you intervene, you have an option that I have not considered. Because I am choosing based on the perimeters that I, I know. I can see just this far. But you know the end from the beginning. I don't know 10 years from now. I don't know 20 years from now. I don't know 30 years from now. I don't know when he's going to die. I don't want to be a, a widow at a young age. You know when he will die. You know when I will die. So that is why I'm even involving you in my choice. Like a new car. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know how it will be when it's old. The guy is looking very, I mean, handsome, take tall with mustache. But you don't know how he will be five years down the line. Uh, are you here? Right here. That is why, Lord, I'm involving you. Left to me alone is the best. But, Lord, I see as a man. I did not create him. I don't even know what you have for him to do. That is why I'm submitting my will to your will. Let your will be done. How many understand what I'm talking about? Can we pray this prayer? Yeah. And there are a lot of things that you can pray. There are a lot of things you can pray for the will of God concerning it. Amen. Amen. The will of God be done. The will of God be done. That's number three. Number four. Quickly, we need to do and go. I don't even know whether we can finish all. Number four, our daily bread. You see that now that you have asked for his kingdom to be done, and you have said that not what I, you see, the job that you have gotten, not what you, you were employed to do, but whatever they want you to do. You said that, not, look, I can do this, I can do this, but that is not it. What will you have me to do? Mm-hmm. Are you understanding that? Yeah. Yeah. I can do this, I can do this. Oh, I am very good at my last job. This is what, is what I was doing when you, I'm comfortable with this. But that is not the case. I want, what will you have? How can I help? How best can, can I help? Yes, I know what I can do. But that is not the point. What you want me to do to help, where can I serve you better? That is my interest. 
Are you coming along? It is only after you have said his will be done, not what you want. That is when you can now say that, now let's talk about the conditions of service. <laughs> Give us this day. Hallelujah. Amen. After you have spoken about that his kingdom, his business, wherever his business is, the product, whatever you have sent, you have taken all that strategy and you have spoken about how best you can help and where he will have you to help. Then now you said, okay, so how do I go to this place? I will need a car. That's when you come to our daily bread. How do I get to work daily in doing what you have chosen for me? That is what I have chosen for myself. Yeah, exactly. In doing thy kingdom, in fulfilling your kingdom. Yeah. Do, do you understand? Yeah. Now let's talk about my daily bread. How do I come? The transportation, the fuel. Where do I do it? Are you understanding that? Yeah, so you pray for the will of God. You pray for thy kingdom. You have thanked God and you have worshipped. Now you say, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Because I need the daily bread in order to do the kingdom work. In order to do your will. Without it. Without it. Now you have shown me in thy kingdom what you want me to do. Where you want me to help. And even I have a skill in so many areas that I will choose. You said this where you want me to help. Now how do I get there? How many are understanding that? And that's Jesus showing us how to pray. Is it any wonder that the man had 100% answered prayer? See that? He knows how to pray. He knows how to pray. So give us this day what? Our daily bread. The Greek word for uh, the daily bread is the word epioso. Epioso. It is not only bread. Anything that makes life comfortable. I said anything that makes what? Life. Car is part of your daily bread. Yeah. The fridge that you will store the bread in is part of your daily bread. The dress that you will wear to buy the bread is part of it. The, the microwave with which you will heat the bread is part of your daily bread. The person who will serve the daily bread, a wife, is part of your daily bread. So I can't eat alone. I need to eat with a husband. The husband is part of your daily. Anything that will make your life comfortable. The shoe that you wear to buy the bread is part of You see, so the word epioso actually talks about whatever will make your life comfortable. Give us this day, what? Our daily bread. How many are coming along? So this is where you can now make a request. That Lord, I need a wig. My hairline is going in. Can you bring it to where it's supposed to come? I'm preaching. This is where you can say that Lord, I cannot be using pillows forever. Remove the pillow and give me one, one masculine guy with biceps and triceps that I can feel that, yeah, you have honored me. Am I talking to somebody? Lord, I have been using AD11. I have worked for a long time. My legs are becoming bow-legged from walking. Can you change it and give me some, some nice car? 
That is when you say, the Lord, all the cars I have driven all my life are from Korea. Can I have a German car? If not a German, maybe Japanese will do. How many understand what I'm talking about? This is where you bring your request to the table. You don't start prayer. You just lift up your hands and you go, no, no, yeah, I have struggled, I have suffered. Will you please bless me? I need, no. You are spoiling the prayer. I say you are spoiling the prayer. Begin with what? Thanksgiving and worship. What is the second one? The kingdom, your kingdom come. What will you have me to do? Let your purposes, whatever you, do you understand? The third point your will, what you have me to do, not what I have chosen. Then number four, now let's come home. Let, let's come home now. We are talking about the things I need. How many can see that there is a, a strategy to pray? Even when you go to school, there is a strategy, there is a way to write an essay. Yes. A formal essay. Yes. Informal essay. Yeah. There's a way to write it. There's a way to write it. Yeah. There's a way. There's a salutation. Yes. Before the what? Introduction, the body, the conclusion. Yeah. And when they are writing thesis, we have a, a, a literature review, chapter yeah. one. Chapter one. Methodology and different things before you come to the executive summary. That oh. It's a way to do. You cannot just lump everything. You have, a, but we, you don't even know. There's a way. Present your case. Are you there? Right here. Do you know why we take lawyers? Tell us. They will not be there when the situation happened, when the incident happened. But you will tell them what has happened, and they will present it the way it's supposed to be presented. So there's a formula. <laughs> You can't go and say that I was driving there. No, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. You see, you will talk a lot. By the time you finish, you have not made one single argument. There's no one point. Maybe you were there. You witnessed, but you have spoken. Yes, whatever you, there was not one argument. There was no... That's why you tell the lawyer, this is what happened. Then the lawyer will put it in a format, in a form, and invoke a specific act. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah that according to this law, this, you, you don't know any law. You cannot come and say article. This, you are just talking. What is the basis of what you are saying? It doesn't hold water. So how, how many are coming along? This year your prayers will be answered. I say you are having the strategy to pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What number are we? Number five. After the deliberate, then you now ask for uh, forgiveness. Pray for forgiveness. Verse number 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is where you ask for forgiveness. The person knows that you are working with him. You are interested in his kingdom. You are interested in his will for your life. And he's gone ahead to provide your delivery. So, and also for if I have done anything, maybe I came late, I did not uh, <laughs> swipe the card. And 
do, do, do you understand? Yeah, I went uh, on, uh, what do you call it? A day off without telling you uh, this. Will you forgive me instead of discipline? I said, I mean, do you understand? You have done so, you were late. And you have done, you did not come early to, you've taken two days off, different things. Now you ask, oh, I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry about this. I know I shouldn't have done this. Please, see that. This guy is a good guy. He wants to just, how many are understanding? But if you are not committed to the person's kingdom, if you have not thanked him for giving you the offer, if you have not thanked him, do you understand? And you have not shown how grateful you are to be with him. And you have not demonstrated that you are interested in the business doing and you commit yourself in doing whatever he wants you to do. He's not ready to give you what you need. He's not ready to uh, uh, forgive you of your wrongdoings. Are you here? Yes. So number five is what? Forgiveness. Pray for forgiveness. Amen. And why should we pray for forgiveness? Because in James chapter 1, uh, 4, is it? 417, the Bible says, He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So when you know something that you were supposed to do, right thing and you did not do, you have done something wrong. So how many think that today you have done something wrong? Oh, Bishop. Bishop. Yeah, you, you knew you should have prayed. You did not pray. You did not have your quiet time. There are so many things we don't even want to start. So you pray and you ask for forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Number six. Number six. I'm trying. Pray against temptation. Pray against them. This is Jesus' formula. You will be there. Pray against temptation. This is you need to pray against temptation. Any strong guy who looks like the one you have prayed for, who is going to make you backslide, may you not meet that person. Hey! Who satisfies all the boxes? Mm, the checklist. When you see her, you, for you, you throw your Bible away. May you know me, darling. You need to pray again. I'm not the one. Jesus said, and lead us not into what? Temptation. May you know me a temptation on the way. Amen. Hey! Somebody can make you an offer. You know, there's a mafia boss. He said, I will make you an offer that you can reject. You can refuse. Yeah. I said, that's his negotiation. He said, I will make you an offer that you can't reject. May you know me somebody who will make you an offer that you can't reject. Amen. <laughs> you have not met James Bond before. Somebody who will sweet talk and sweep you out. You, you can't even know how he, he, he captured you or she captured you. You don't even know. And Jesus said that you should pray against temptation. There are temptations. Are you there? Yes. And the devil knows what you like. Hello? I said the devil, he knows that you like things. So he can bring some of the things you like. So pray against temptation. Some of us, even food is enough temptation. When you see food, you see that you are... 
Recently, I heard that ladies say that when they see guys with pink lips, pink lips, I said, hey, is it the new thing that has come? And there are ladies that, I mean, they themselves are short, but they are looking for giants. When they see thick, tall guys with broad chests, it's like whether it's an unbeliever, whether even if he's dead, yeah, they don't mind. Once it's recently, I read somewhere that there was a, a fire outbreak in a mortuary, and the dead bodies were running away. <laughs> what a shock! So some ladies don't mind. Once it's a TikTok, even if it's dead, they like it. So pray against temptation. May you never meet the person who will lead you astray. May you never meet the person who will lead you to sin. Deliver us. Hmm? Lead us not into temptation. The temptation to lie. The temptation to sin. The temptation to steal. The temptation to do the wrong things. Lord. You see, before you leave home, so through the night, you don't know why you go and you are falling into different temptations. Your boss asks you a question, you lie. This, you have lied because you did not pray against temptation. Rise up at night, thank God and worship. Pray for the kingdom of God to come. Pray for his world. Pray for your deliverance and pray for forgiveness. And pray the Lord, as I go out today, lead me not into temptation. The temptation, hey, to lie and to do the wrong things. To say things that are not wholesome. To criticize. To do wrong things. Lord, lead me not into temptation. Hallelujah. That's number six. Number seven. Eight. Number seven, pray that God will deliver you from evil. Hey, don't think that because you're a Christian, God is supposed to know what to do for you. Ask him to deliver you from evil. Tell the Lord that may I not be in a car that is heading for an accident. Look, you can be driving very slow on your lane. Somebody can come and run into you. I'm telling you. Somebody was sitting by the roadside. A car moving at top speed lost one of the, the wheels. Got off, bounced, and went in. Um, what evil has the person done sitting somewhere quietly? The type bounced and bounced, left all the wrong guys and fell on his neck. I said, ah, what kind of evil tool is this? A guy was going to see a friend of somebody comes with a, a, a jackknife, stab her. Thought that, it, I mean, the, the, the guy was walking with his girlfriend. When, when he said, oh, it's not even, the guy doesn't even know the girl. You see, it's, it's strange. It's like a freak accident. It's like mistake, like straight bullets. They are shooting somebody, then he misses the target, and what kind of evil is this? Be delivered from all such evil. Don't just be there and wish it. Pray. Pray.
agree that when they are sacking 10 people from the company, that evil will never affect me. Amen. Don't just be there and wish it. If wishes were horses, beggars will ride. So every wish, convert it into prayer. Pray the Lord, deliver me from the evil of diseases, the evil of sickness, the evil of poverty. You'll be there and just think that, hey, poverty will let you uh, hate what you like. Pray, deliver me from evil of poverty. Lead me. <laughs> and the, la- uh, the next one. I <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm adding, pray for deliverance from evil. Deliver me from evil and lead me not into them. Yeah, lead me not into temptation. Deliver me from evil. Temptation. Deliver me from evil. Evil of not having money. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. The evil of not having money. The evil of having only one dress. I am identified with my Jesse. Lord, let my Jesse not be a Jesse. Some of us, our Jesses have become Jesse. We are waiting for the call to come. Then we'll go back. You started using this Jesse five years ago, every year. Every token, symbol, and emblem of poverty, take it away from me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The evil of diseases, of curses, of not being smart. Hey, sometimes you see that they have crack a joke. After everybody has finished, then it's now that you have understood the joke. But the people have finished. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the people have finished. Hey, Lord, may my mind not, may I be astute in the name of Jesus. May my mind not run late. Hey. Pray, pray and say, Lord, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Hallelujah. The last, the ninth is, uh, is it the ninth or the eighth? The eighth one. I'm sure this is all we can do. We can continue. The eighth one is thank God or thank him and give him glory. That's how you end. That's why you see that anytime we pray, we end. Mm-hmm. We, in Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Do, do you understand? Have you heard that prayer before? Yes, it ended. Yes. The last portion. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So the last one is thank him and give him glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank him for answering your prayer. Thank him for his power. Thank him for his glory. Thank him. That, look, Lord, you have all the power. One of the things I always say that there is, Jesus said that all power in heaven on earth is given unto me. Do you understand? And the kingdom is yours. You have all the power. The kingdom belongs to you. And Lord, when you do this, it will be for your glory. If you don't do it, then you have chosen not to do it. But no one will ask you, why did you help me? Why did you promote me? Why did you uh, 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 let me succeed? Lord, you can do all things. 
Do you understand? Yes. Thank him that all power belongs to him. Thank him that it is for his glory. Don't take God's glory. If God does something for you, you are beautiful. Thank God for your beauty. You have no hand in your beauty. What did you do? If God had asked you to draw yourself. Oh, Bishop. God, 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 Bishop. God. You just draw yourself, then he will make you. You, you will see how you would have made your nose. Bishop, that's You don't have any hand in your beauty. You don't have any hand in your height. You don't have any how even uh, 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 smart you are. Your mind works. All this thing has come to you because of God. Yeah. So thank God. It is there for glory. Yeah, don't use your beauty to insult people that they are ugly. <laughs> Did you understand? Yes. And especially the ladies. When they see that they are more heavy than the others. So that they look at the people like... I don't know how they do it, but they can look at you, you can easily fall. <laughs> you rather need to thank God. You rather need to thank God. He's made you beautiful. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you here? Yeah, and that is what you need to do. You thank God. You thank God, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your kingdom. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the answered prayer. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for your power. There is no power like your power. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to you. Lord, we worship you. We thank you for who you are in us. You worship, you thank him for an answered prayer. Amen. Amen. So how many points have we seen? Eight. Eight. How many can say that now you can pray for even 80 minutes? Yes, true. You, if you have true. 80 minutes, can't you divide the time into 10? 10. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Ten. You notice that now, even with only this prayer, we've not come to the other two. Yeah, yeah. We've not come. You can see that with this prayer, you can easily pray even for eight hours. Eight hours. Okay. Oh, yes. Because if we are thanking God, if you begin to thank God and to worship God, one worship song may take five minutes. If you take just four worship songs, it's over 20 minutes. Before you begin to mention, Lord, thank you for the ability to see some people were born blind. Thank you for good health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for the inner delegate organs. Thank you that you did not kill me during COVID. Thank you for preservation. When you begin to thank God for all he has done for you, you need more than an hour. Thank you for the church you've put me in. Thank you for the precious salvation. Thank you that even when I did not know that there was heaven to go to, you did not kill me to go to hell. Do you understand? One of the things that sometimes I think about it is, hey, now I know about heaven and hell. But when I did not know, if I had died, what would have happened? Because there was a time that I did not know that there was heaven to go to and there was hell to avoid. And you were, you were living life reckless. Hey. I mean, that's one of the frightening things. <laughs> when I think about it, I just want to shake it out of my mind that it was possible for one to have died and gone to hell without even knowing that there was a place like that. You begin to thank God for your salvation. You begin to want other people to also experience this precious salvation. Hallelujah. 
when it comes to talking about thy kingdom come. Oh, that healing will come. That people who are the enemies oppressing will be delivered different the will of God for your life, for your health, for your salvation. The will. You see, God's will, God's purpose for your life. In Jeremiah, he says that, I know the thoughts. I think towards you. Thought of good. Jeremiah 29, is it? Verse number 11. He said, I know the thought I think towards you. Thought of good and not evil to bring you into an expected end. It is when we embark on our own agendas that we have all these uh, uh, wrong things happening to us. But if we will go for the will of God, if we go for the purpose of God, or we will be in what God wants us to do, you notice that all the things that God has for us is good. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So we can begin to talk to God about his will. Your will for my life, for my future, for my marriage, for my children, for my education, for my health, for my finances. Whatever concerns your life, there is a will of God for that. For your friendship, for your relationship, your, the will of God, even for where you will stay. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You can have a friend and that will be the end of your Christian life. You can have a friend that will be the end of good health. You can have a friend. So many things can happen to you because of a friend. So the will of God is so important. You can pray. Let your will be done different, different areas before you come to the next one. What is the next one? After the will of God. Yeah. I mean, for the daily bread, you know that's what you are specialists in. The things that you need. I'm saying that the things that you need. Mm, the necklace, mm, earring to match. You want a bag and put a scarf by it with a shoe that matches. You want this. You want accessories. After the dress itself, you want accessories. You need this bangle. You need this. Hey, the makeup. The, as for that one, I don't even want to tell you what to prefer. I, I, I think that I should learn from you. <laughs> because you have things. You have things. Hallelujah. Are you here? We could only talk about the first one. So this is the first strategy that Jesus taught the people. Hallelujah. Are you here? And I, I pray that this week, from this moment, Will you be able to enter into your closet and begin to pray according to the strategy that Jesus gave? Amen. Amen. So that the Lord's prayer will not be a recital, will not be a poem, hmm? will not be a rhyme, but it will be something that will guide you. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. And as you do, I see you having 100% answered prayer. Amen. Whatever success Jesus achieved, According to this prayer formula, may you also achieve it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You shall be delivered from evil. Amen. I say you will be delivered from evil. Amen. You will not be tempted above that which you will. Amen. And the blessings of God will come upon your life. Yes. God will supply your need. Amen. He will give you what to eat, what to wear, what to put on, what to drive, where to stay. He will give you a nice husband. A wonderful wife. You will give all that you need, the wisdom to excel in this life. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm talking about the strategy of prayer. As we are about to embark on our fasting and prayer, oh Lord, I pray for everyone. Ma Shantari, understand your feet. Ma Toba To Santaraba. Oh yes, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Just thank him. Thank him. Matosa, Maluba, Kalebo. Jesus, we give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name. Teach us how to pray. Lord, by this strategy. Oh yes, may we enter into our closets. Into our chamber with our doors closed. And pray to the Father who is in secret. That we will not be like the hypocrites. That Lord of oh God. Ah, by this formula. By this method, Lord. Oh, we will be successful and effective in our prayer. We thank you and we bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus mighty name. Father I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. That Lord practically from this moment. You will help us to make use of the Lord's prayer formula. Oh yes to have success in our prayer time. To have answers. To have solutions. To have breakthroughs that we've been longing and looking for. But we did not know how to achieve it. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now as we close, all eyes close. If you are here, maybe somebody invited you or you came on your own. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. This is how it begins. If this is what you are saying, please lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. If you are here like that, please. Lift only your right hand and now we'll pray together. There's nobody here like that. Father, we thank you for the opportunity. We've had to hear your word and to be changed by your word. May we not be the same because we came. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.